Welcome in to We Talk Facts with 90-year NBA veteran and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion Chester Johnson. Talking shh and taking names in sports and day-to-day living. Sit back, relax, and join the show with nine-year NBA vet and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion Cluster Johnson. Well, well, well. Once again, it's on. Harrison is on the board. East Strick here. Up, Harrison, doing great. Yeah, yeah, you on the mic, big man, oh, yeah. my guy, my guy. Cluster Johnson in the house. We are We Talk Facts once again on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. That's where you can find us. Hit us up on our Twitter, Eastrick20, Eastrick20 on, it ain't even Twitter, it's X, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got and, them both up now. And, so and Kless, you can hit on Transvent Street. At Transvent Street. At Transvent Street. Ain't none sensitive about it. Ain't none sensitive about no, it. No, no, no. Truly, it is another Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. If you're out there having tacos and margaritas, shout out, take a look, go to the app. You can go to theticketfm.com, get all 93.7 The Ticket FM content to include We Talk Facts right here every Tuesday, 8 to 9 is where you can find us. Sebo, how are you, man? How was your weekend? You know, I was What's just, going on? I was just laughing at my man Harrison because he was so professional with his how he was feeling. He was like, "Hey, I'm doing so great." <laughs> Harrison truly has you know, Harrison, garbage. Harrison, let it go, baby. Like, yo, listen, I'm doing great. I he, keep my roller coaster steady. You know, I'm never too high, never too low. He's got the voice. Harrison's got the uh, the perfect. I think my voice sucks. We talk facts. I think my <laughs> I think my voice is horrible online. People say it's very raspy. He's got the perfect radio. So mature to, for such man, a young fellow. I hope so. If I can get into that audiobook business, oh, that'd be something. You Easy you could actually do. Um, I don't know his name. What what? Who does our Bob? Bob. Yeah, Bob yeah, the voice. He's, he's Bob the voice. He's gonna good. get in your blood pumping. He's yeah, gonna, he's, he's. I like. It. Or you could do psychiatry, where you can put. Stuff on tapes where you're meditating. Ooh. I can just see Harrison right now. Now you're sleeping. <laughs> right. Hey, Low you into that. Uh, That's right. In, into uh, the, the uh, get out. Into That's the get right. out realm. <laughs> That's what's going on. But no, what's going on here is uh, it's, it's the time. It's that week. I mean, football has already started, but it is here. The Huskers will be taking the field against Minnesota. Um, we're also got that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into that. Yep. Uh, Solder text line is open to you as well 402 464 5685. If you are listening by way of radio, are, is, is the Royals getting it in? Yeah, we got Royals, so again, that's all right. You won't only. be able to hear streaming only, mm-hmm. but you can get us on X, you can get us on Facebook, you can get us on YouTube, you can get us on Twitch, and you can get us on those streams as well and hit us on the platform Hello, there. Channel 951. Hello, 951 is right. also That's where right. we are. We are also on TV. But we're going to talk about this week in football, uh, some of the most prominent games that are going on this week. We're going to talk about them, kind of get your feeling, your thoughts, and uh, throw it out there and see what some of the best games to put your eyes on. Sometimes what happens in these games, class, is you, you have situations where they're boring. Like the the games are no nonsense games. It's games against like um, you know Tim Buck two against you know uh, against uh, like Louisiana Tech. 
well, you know, <laughs> they so they'll they'll mess around and clip somebody. But but there are some good ones out there. So we're gonna get into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, get your thoughts on what you think some of the best games are. I'm gonna throw out a few of them and and uh, see how you guys feel about it as well. But one of them is gonna be an interesting one because you're talking about a team of finesse um, against a team of physicality. And that's Florida against Utah. That'll take place on Thursday on ESPN at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, the Utes coming in at 14th rank, and the Florida's really trying to uh, respark the magic. Uh, how do you view that one, Cless? And, well, you know, that's a, that's a, that could be a tough one. Like you said, Utah – uh, I want to say they won the Pac-12 last year. They they smashed USC there at the end. Mm-hmm. They were very physical on the line of play. I want to say that is really what their characteristic is. They have these big Samoans, mm-hmm. on, especially on that D-line. and I mean, Moving they, and shaking things. I mean, they really made USC look, you know, pedestrian. Mm-hmm. Can I use that word? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they made them look. They just made a U.S. team, U.S.C. Slow team, crosswalk. who we thought was getting back to prominence. They just kind of made them look, you know, pretty bad. So I know Utah kind of reminds me of some of those old Husker teams. Because mm-hmm. you, you you remember back in, let me say, 96, um, January 96, there was a, a national mm-hmm. championship game against the Huskers. I mean, we don't have to relive it all, <laughs> but I just remember that, there was a smash. You know, we just walked up and down the field. Facts. Anytime we wanted to. Who was all finesse, right? Listen, listen, I got an inside story. Okay. Uh, Tim okay. Grayman, shout out to Tim Grayman. Okay. Tim Grayman out there in Orlando, what Florida. Up, I'll see you. I'll see you uh, soon, my boy. But listen. Tim Grayman told he had transferred from the University of Nebraska. The reason he transferred is because he woke up one day the the snow uh, was uh, up up and down the uh, the door, yep. the entryway. That'll do so it. So he where he couldn't get to class, and he was like, you know what? I'm tired of this cold. Let me go down there to Florida. So he transferred to Florida, and guess what? He was getting ate up because he knew he came from Nebraska. So they was like, ah, them Huskers, they got me. We gonna do this to mm-hmm. them. We gonna treat them like that. Mm-hmm. We gonna let them know what it really is. Blah blah blah. He heard that the whole time. He's like, okay. All right, all right. He took it. He took it. Boy, he said they came back after they played y'all class. They was in boots. They was in arm braces. They was in they they felt the pain. And I'm talking about the house of pain. Yeah. Jump around. So y'all did it to him. Like, how y'all do why y'all do him like that? Well, I mean, it had to be done. You know, it had to be done. We we were tired of the disrespect and 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 getting stepped on and talked about like we can't play ball here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, just politely let them know who we were. But so again, back on this Utah Florida game, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see this team of finesse, kind of the still kind of the fun and gunny type of uh a play versus a more Midwestern Utah team. You know, they're not what would you consider Utah? They, mountain, they're mountain, 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 yeah. but, mountain region. But a little colder. Mm-hmm. You know, their focus is, is hey, being a Provo? little bit more physical. No, 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 that's uh BYU. Uh, oh, where is Utah located? Oh, no, they're in Salt Lake. Salt Lake? Yeah, I think I think Utah's yeah, in Salt Lake. You guys are confusing me here. That's no, Provo, Provo is Provo where is BYU. BYU. Okay. BYU, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salt Lake, Utah? I think they're in Salt yeah, Lake, bro. Salt. Know, just haven't been in that region. Yeah. Haven't been in that region. But uh, 
I just want to read a little bit, you know, about what Athlon said about the game. It says every year in college football, there is a handful of early season results that make no sense by the end of the year. Florida 26-20, they 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 picked Florida 26-29 over the U. So no, they beat the youth last year, uh 29-26. And they said this will qualify. So typically you don't see these kind of teams playing each other, especially this early. Mm-hmm. So uh it's gonna be very interesting, but I like the fact that teams are willing to step on the over the line and do these early mm-hmm. games these because tests because it may not hurt it, it, yeah, it can, it can help you in the long run, yeah. right? Yeah. You got time to recover. Yeah, you got you got plenty of time to recover. That is one of the things that uh uh an early loss doesn't necessarily doom you. Right. Um, especially in the non con. How about uh, this one? You want you want to address that one? Um, that's the one I was going to go to next, actually. Um, one of the other ones that's going to be very very interesting, very intriguing. intriguing. Um, it's a uh Pac 12 versus Big 12, and that is Colorado Buffaloes, and that is the inaugural season of the Deion Sanders primetime era there at Colorado before they make the move to the Big 12. So, this is a prelude of what they're going to see on the regular. The most interesting hire. I believe that mm. the most interesting hire in the last 20 years. Well, tell us why we talk facts on that. Well, I mean, just think what about it. Every, I, I mean, you got, you got media asking other coaches about a coach. Mm. You haven't really seen that happen a lot lately. And it hasn't been positive, right? Because we've really been able to see the use of the portal. This guy, Coach Sanders have brought in 68 new players. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. That's that's what's intriguing. Quite a few of them, four and some five stars. So that being said, I really feel like they're going to be ahead of the curve. And I really think they're going to make some noise. I think it's going to be a lot better than what we anticipate. Well, what I say is, I say this. Um, this is a great early test for for a few reasons. One, Shador Sanders is a phenomenal quarterback, and, and especially accuracy. Um, yeah. As long as the line can hold up, um, I think they have That's pretty key. good receivers to be able to create space to allow his his accuracy uh, to and, and and his movement. He he actually worked out with Tom Brady. Um, you know, to help him with foot movement yeah. and and doing things and and and. Getting his his similar to Aaron Rodgers, you know, one of the things that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have that uh, 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 some people don't is the quick release. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, there's like three seconds under three seconds that thing is out, okay. um, and so they are very good at doing that. He was teaching them how to get his release point, and that way, it's it's the accuracy. It's the same thing that they taught us in basketball. Um, more range, more movement in your shot creates inaccuracy sometimes because sometimes you're jumping before you're ready to shoot sometimes you're on the way down that means you're short so they taught us how to get it to the shot pocket quickly to be able to release it so let me take it back to this football game though so you got a one in 11 colorado team from last year yeah playing against tcu who was the national runner-up see people forget about that TCU was in the national championship game that's why i'm surprised you're they actually Mm. beat and Michigan. quarterbacks coming back too, yeah. They it, did, it, it, no, 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 he's, no, he's gone. gone. No, he's gone. He's Duggan's gone. gone. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Oh, I thought he might have had one more. He's gone. But 
that's what's going to make this team very interesting because that's he, right. He yeah, showed Max up Duggan, bad. Yeah. He showed up bad in the in the in the uh, combine. That's yeah. what happened. Yes, he fell yes. off. Okay, go ahead. So mm-hmm. you know TCU, their coach that that was his first year last year. He won the award too. I mean, he was thirteen and one. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, Coach Sanders, because I did a little research, he said he really loves TCU. He knows that this staff is going to be very well prepared. So it's going to be a great challenge for them to show up and see where they are, you know, because this is the type of team that's going to show you mm-hmm. you're not that good mm-hmm. or you might mm-hmm. be a little bit better than, than you thought what, what people are, are thinking. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, I mean, it can work in one or two ways and then I'll move on to the next game, meaning the transfer portal can be a tremendous asset for you or it could be a tremendous detriment, right? Yeah. Um, you've seen teams that have jumped into the transfer portal. I, <coughs> Nebraska, um, uh, they, they jumped in the transfer portal, then, you know, thought they did well and did, you need to you call know, drop, well. you need to call uh, <laughs> didn't do well. So, um, but then you had a Mel Tucker situation yeah. where they jumped into the transfer portal and did absolutely well. So it, it can go one of two ways. It's mm-hmm. just so hard to gel. Uh, get guys to get on one accord Maintain coming out of it. yeah. That's not a good long term fix. It. We saw that yeah. with Michigan State, right? It worked for one year, and the yeah. next year, if you don't have the development going, it could be tough. Yeah, so it, can, it can hurt you real quick the next year. Exactly. Too, sure. That that is that is something to consider. But we're gonna move on, and and one one that can be, it can be a testy little game. Um, you have an ACC team and an SEC if, team. If it happens, because it's in Orlando. Well, that well, well, that that's that's definitely one. Yeah. Um, and there's another one that, that is, is very similar, but I, look, we can talk about that one. We're going to talk about the Florida state, uh, game against the LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. That is a, mm-hmm. uh, definitely top 25 matchup. That's going to be jumping off that's like six against seven. You know what I mean? So that's probably one of the most prominent games, but we have a hurricane, uh, shout out to all of those that are, uh, uh bearing the brunt of it right now. It is happening down there. It is re <laughs> it is kind of retwisting out there in the Gulf again. So we don't know where it's going to hit or where it's going to land, but be safe out there. Uh, if you have to do any evacuations, we do, um, we do care and, and love you. Prayers. Here prayers. prayers going out. Um, so you do have that game. Um, LSU, a lot of pundits are saying they are probably one of the strongest teams in the SEC right now. Absolutely. Some some are some are very high on L, uh, LSU, but then there's a lot that are high and believe that actually Florida State can actually win the ACC and make a run at the championship. Right. Um, so with that question, it's a two-part question to you, class, and then um, I'll let you address it. One of the questions is, how do you view the game in itself between the two in the matchup? But two – how do you view Florida State's chances of getting into the college playoffs? Um, and but 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 with that, getting into the playoff games, um, they got to get through Clemson. They've got to win out. Or do you think there's going to be two Big Ten and two SEC schools that are fighting it out, which puts you in place for the big boys? Mm-hmm of the big 10 and the sec showing you what it's going to look like in the next, probably few years before they expand. Well, let me address this LSU Florida state game. So last year, these two teams played and I don't think the expectation was there for these teams because Brian Kelly, that was his first year coming from Notre Dame. And then you have Mike Norvell who just kind of is still, he was teetering on the hot seat. He was, he was on the hot seat. 
That, mm-hmm. that, that's a good yeah. reminder. Yeah. But he got them, got them yeah. going. Yeah. And this game was close last year, 24-23. It was a, it was a thriller in Manila. Mm-hmm. And um, this year, the expectation level for both of these teams is very high. It's a positioning move for them. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you know, la- where are we going to end up? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. LSU, they won the SEC West last year. Unexpectedly, mm-hmm. nobody thought that LSU was going to win. Um, but Brian Kelly just really kind of showing you how good of a football coach he is. I mean, to to go from Notre Dame to LSU and to get these guys in a position to, to damn near win the SEC, I mean, that's a big deal. Um, Florida State has a lot back. I mean, they got the quarterback back. Jordan Travis is the name. That's He's got all, all of his top receivers back. Johnny Wilson, um, who's a top target, they're looking at him as a as a potential first rounder. So, I mean, like he's got some huge. Uh, both of these teams have a lot back, and like I said, the expectation level is is very high. But again, like I mentioned just earlier the loser don't really lose if they play real well mm-hmm. because at the end of the season, like you talked about one of these teams can still be positioned or both of them yeah. still can be positioned yeah. to get into that college football playoff. And the thing about it, I don't think a 10 2 big 12 has a chance. I don't think an 11, one big 12 over a 11 and one big 10 or sec school gets in. I, I, I think it's gonna it's gonna be kind of close. I think that pushes them out. I think I definitely know that an 11-1 ACC school doesn't get in. Mm-hmm. So this is where I think it depends on which uh, which Big Twelve school I think could possibly break through. It's gonna depend on who they've played, and yeah. and and I think that's gonna be a huge factor in it. I, I it's gonna be tight if there's an 11-1. So in essence, if let me, let me give you a scenario, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go to a break, okay. and we'll come back. In essence, Michigan beats Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I say keep your eyes on Penn State. I think Penn State has an opportunity or a chance to beat Michigan. I think their defense is has gotten better. I think Aller is a little bit different, and I think they've got a few weapons that could challenge Michigan. Now, I'm saying if, if Penn State happens to clip Michigan – and they're both eleven and with with where they're sitting, and they're both eleven and one. I think both of them get in before a Big Twelve school. That's eleven and mm. one. Ooh, that's. I think I think I think it does. Uh, I think it does. And 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 here's why. I'm not ready to. Put I, I'm a contra- right I'm, I'm a controversial guy, but here's why. I think it then presses the button for why the expansion is necessary. You know what I mean? I think it sets the tone for the conversations all through. You know the off season mm-hmm. as to why this is important to make this this expansion yeah, this the way that it goes is. On every year, they just need yeah. to do it, Harrison. Yeah, they need to do it. I, I mean, it gets confusing because, like, you look at the playoffs last year. You see TCU beat Michigan, so that right there yeah. is like, okay, well, what's the Big Ten? And then TCU gets smacked, not even close. One of the worst college football championships yeah. you've ever seen. It was it was ugly. Yeah. So this conference, I don't, yeah. I don't know how you evaluate it because we've seen some pretty garbage playoffs year after year. So yeah. they, yeah. they got to expand it for sure. So. When we come back, mm-hmm. I would like to address the expectation level of what's going to happen here in Lincoln. What do we expect based on the play? I mean, 
do we have time to to dive in and that or are we gonna break it oh we got time we, we got time uh, we got about a minute here otherwise we can hit it on the next segment okay okay so uh, let's let's just go ahead and just preface it um i i think i think there are high expectations for minnesota and we can dig into why i think there's high expectations i think I think Minnesota may surprise you because they've been with Ibrahim. They've been very run heavy and dominant. Um, and so there's some things that I think they're going to do. That's going to be different. Um, and I think, I think the expectations for Nebraska should stay in the fronts. Um, meaning in the trenches, it, it, it where Nebraska is going to have success for me is going to be in the trenches. If their expectation is not high and they don't execute in the trenches, I don't think they have a chance uh, for a successful season. And what? And we'll talk about kind of what is a successful season to you as well. But go ahead before we take this break. What's what's your initial just preface? Well, since you addressed it on the, the gopher side of things, I'm going to address it on the Nebraska side of things. Um, it's been a long time since there has been – a feeling of hope hope because in scott frost's tenure what was here four years five years four years i think five 2018 so yeah every year he got off to a bad start you know mm -hmm. like last first year, game the first game so mm -hmm. will we get off to one of those starts where the the, the crowd is excited or is it going to be, oh, man, here we go again? You know, mm. that's what I'm looking for. Is there going to be hope in the game or is there going to be a sense of uh, um, here we go? Mm. That avalanche is coming down the hill and we're in for a long one again. I would love to I, I I'll touch into that a little bit more. We can get a, the, the, the psyche of the fan, e, the mm -hmm. psyche of the fan, because the big thing that's left here, and I'm not sure if it'll ever be touched, but if it ever gets to the point that the fans are just like have lost hope, that sellout streak, you know, that sellout streak is, is definitely on the line where people are going, am I going to continue to pay my hard earned money mm -hmm. and never get back to in a tight economy too? respectability? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because I start to hear that. I don't know. I'm mm -hmm. sure you guys have heard this. this well, game. you've already seen the shuffling of the tickets, meaning that there are definitely games or there are different like people just like, oh, I have these tickets, but uh, you, right. know, you want to go. I'll like, I, you're seeing that part of the shift now. I'll right. say this much and why what you're saying is important. When I was in the student section, right, got there in 2018, oh, Scott Frost era, the what people were talking about was not Nebraska football players who were looking at. It was just a joke. It's like this was it was funny to watch Scott Frost. Yeah. Like how are we gonna lose this one? It was almost laughable. Oh, that man. was the vibe oh, of the student man. section. That's not what you want. That's not what you want out of your fans. So I'm gonna go back to it. Ooh. This this first game is gonna kick things off psychologically, yeah. where the fan is gonna say, I'm gonna invest because I like what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. I, I think we're on the right track. And um I I I think we have something. You know, I think we have something. But right now, just for the first time, I'm hearing people going, I'm not drinking it until I see it. That part. Right? I said that on the show myself. So, mm -hmm. I mean, when you got famous commentators like East Treasy. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Saying these things. Like, I, I said it. 
literally because because the On media the because the media sometimes can set the tone mm-hmm. the media can set the tone to the people right and whatever you say they start to go oh, i need what? to see it that's right i need to see it too uh there's a song out let me see it let me see it <laughs> Hey, but we gotta take a break right now. We talk facts. We gotta get out of here. We'll be talking about that kind of scene. 